It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French, because uh, that's where I'm from. Like I said the other day, you know, I changed nationality. I'm a proud American citizen. I kept the accent. Um, I want to answer. I got an email about the fact that last week I said to one of our callers that no matter what we do, what we said, the end is the same. We'll die. And uh, the email was like, why would you talk about that at night? Well, because I believe in living in the present. And my point is this. Uh, we have one life that I know of. It's not a round-trip ticket. It's one-way ticket. So the do-good-feel-good applies to us right now. So the more we avoid drama, the more we de-dramatize our relationships and try to look for the good, not just the bad, and avoid endless argument, because it's not eternal, but only for a short time, we really should you know, refocus on the present, the here and now. That's all we have. Yesterday is gone, tomorrow is a maybe. Uh, we are here tonight on The Rendezvous. You call the next. Bonjour, Irena. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Irena. What's going on? So I am in a very committed relationship with a man that I love, I absolutely adore, but I keep having these dreams about my exes and it's a different guy every single night and i just i'm torn up about it i don't know what to do and i don't know what it means mm -hmm. uh what kind of dreams though is that pretty ulala dreams or is it just random dreams what are they like so most of the time they're ulala dreams but they're all very loving dreams like the guys aren't mean to me they're not they d didn't behave like they did when you know when we were together it was <laughs> They're all very good dreams. Well, how's the ulala with your boyfriend? It's it's good. I mean, hmm. I think. I mean, to be honest, there are times that it could be better, but I feel like that's what it is with everybody. Yeah, but I of love course. Him. You know, dreams are the reflection of our subconscious. Meaning, our subconscious is the uh, concentration of all our emotions, the hate, the love, the sorrows since we we're little, and it's like a recording machine. And that gives us no breaks, meaning if you dream about something, it's because you subconsciously think about this for real. So um, do you feel your boyfriend is not loving enough in his language of love towards you? Mm -hmm. Because you mentioned ooh-la-la, but you mentioned a very loving ooh-la-la, a very loving way. So do you feel your actual boyfriend is not tender or sweet or loving enough? Um... He's very sweet. Maybe he doesn't see me the way I want him to see me. Like what? At times. I don't know. Just certain ways of, of affection. Like, I really like to be touched. That's, that's mm -hmm. a, like, you know, like on the back and on the leg and grab my hand. And we don't have to make out in the parking lot. But I like for the world to know that he is excited about me. Sure, I get it. So basically, you know, your dreams, you can't control them. So that's how you really feel. You're missing something big. There's no question. Uh, big because it's not just one guy. It's, it's a, an addition of many boyfriends from the past. What you're missing is, is this officializing, you know, being touched in public, holding hands, and, you know, feeling that, you know, he, he hears you and you feel seen, which is not the case. Uh, maybe you can talk about it with him. Yeah, it, I, I do. Not the dreams. I do feel like I can. Yeah, not about the dreams. That's just for me. But about the no. fact that... No, no, yeah, he, would, he would lose it. <laughs> no, not, not uh, that. <laughs> but you talk about it. 
and then you grab his hand in public and we'll see what happens. Life is too short. I always say it, not being in a good relationship that makes you happy. Yeah. Thank you so much, Simon. I love your show. Thank you, Simon. Well, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and, and thank you for the question. I appreciate it. You have a good night, Irina. Thank you. You too, Simon. Coming up, we're going to switch topic because I got an Instagram DM from Sarita about this new guy she's dating. They have a dilemma. That's next. So this is very interesting. Sarita sent me that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. The ooh-la-la between me and my new guy is pure magic. And I'm starting to really like him, but he doesn't want a relationship. Do I keep seeing him and hope he changes his mind or not? I'll answer next. So what would you do if you were Sarita? You met a new guy. The ooh-la-la is pure magic. So you start to like the guy, but he tells you, no relationship. We want to be a friend with benefits, a lot of ooh-la-la, no relationship. Do you stay with him and enjoy the ooh-la-la for what it is and try to change his mind or you should just go? Sarita, I'm going to answer for most guys. When we say we don't want a relationship, it means no relationship. It means I don't love you. I like you. I like to ooh-la-la with you. I don't love you. I'm not in love with you. My advice to you is to stop this because most women get attached when they ooh-la-la. Men can do it without any attachment. Most women do, especially when they do it sober or no alcohol, nothing. So you're going to get more attached and you're going to get hurt at the end. He was honest. You were honest. My advice is to not continue and find somebody in which you can build something or you will be very hurt at the end, uh, almost guaranteed. That's my advice. Calls are next. You have a question for me about your love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Val. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Val. What's up? So, um, what's going on is me and my boyfriend been dating for six months, and he's, he has children, I have children myself, and he's ready uh -huh. to take our relationship to the next step and introducing our children together to merge our relationship. Right now, I'm currently on the fence about that. Like, so my question is, what's the best time or how long should it take to introduce uh, children and family into the relationship? Okay, first of all, how does that make you feel right now that he wants uh, to mix everybody and introduce everybody? How, how does that make you feel? Um, it makes me feel a little rushed. Like, I, I really want to take my time. Exactly. And that's my point, is that you are first and foremost a mom and then a girlfriend. So I agree with you. I think it's too, too early. Uh, I think you tell him exactly how you feel because, and that's one of the messages of my show, is that we got to learn to say how we feel. Because some of us and most of us don't even comprehend yet the world of our new partners. We don't. So, but the more we express ourselves calmly and say, you, don't, you say like this, you say it's not against you, but I don't feel this is the right time. It's too soon, okay? If he says, why? I think it's ready. He said, no, as a mom, I think it's too soon. Let's spend more time together alone. The kids' meeting will come later on when I feel like it. It's just too right. soon. Right. Okay. That's, that's exactly how I'm feeling. I'm just hoping that he's open to that. Well, if he's not, he's the wrong guy because you right now tell him you guys are going to focus on the romance, the getting to know each other, the ooh-la-la, -la, and mm -hmm. there's plenty to, to explore and spend time together. You, six months, you're a new couple. It's very, very young, six months. Yes, we are a very young couple. 
So I agree with you. Just tell him how you feel. Remember, it's not against you, but I don't feel this is the right time for them to meet. Okay? I really, yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. Anytime, Val. You have a good night. Good luck to you. Thanks, Simon. You know, to succeed in a relationship, it takes three different paths to work out. You want to know what they are? I'll tell you that next. So, I've learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes. And remember, this show is about not to do like me, to do better than me. And after all these years, thinking about it and listening to you on, on air, you know, 15 years of radio, I consider there's three things, three parts of a successful relationship that you need the three of them to work. The first one is obviously the love. You need to be in love with your partner. Not just like them, not just do la la. You need to feel you, you want to you love them. That's number one. Because without the love, what do you have? Friendship. But the second thing is, you've got to have the trust. So you love somebody, but you've got to learn to trust them. And they've got to learn to trust you. Right? So love and trust, one and two. Now, what is the last part that makes a relationship successful? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So what are the, the ingredients of a successful relationship? A, love. You've got to be in love and loving. B, you've got to have trust. If you don't trust and you're not trusted, uh, it's not going to work out. C, timing. My last caller talked about timing. She has kids. Her boyfriend of six months have kids. He said, let's have the kids meet. It's too early. If you don't respect timing, and that goes from the first kiss to the first hula to the first holding hands, to the first meeting friends, to the first meeting the parents, the first, you know, everything, if you don't follow what the universe has for you, this organic timing, you force it, you delay it, you play with it, your relationship is going down quickly, quickly. You can have the love, you can have the trust. If you don't have the timing, that's why I failed so many times. It doesn't work. And how to know you have the right timing? Talk about it. Let's not be afraid of timing. Do things organically. Follow your intuition. I mean it. You call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Denise. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Denise. So I understand you have a romantic, lovely story to share. I'm all ears. I do. I have a romantic story. So, um, I mean, he's my husband now, but when we were dating, he had planned to propose to me on Christmas Day. And uh, we were, you know, and I had no idea he was going to do this. And we were decorating the Christmas tree in the living room, putting decorations on it. And I guess he he couldn't wait. So he just, I thought he was just passing me another Christmas decoration. And uh, I was up, you know, I was up on a stool and he passed me, um, you know, the box with the ring in it and got down on one knee and proposed Right when we were, you know, right when I was putting the star on the on the tree, so it was just it was a very romantic moment because it was like the, you know, the star on the top of the tree lit up, and then he proposed, and he just he couldn't wait till Christmas. So we're still together. How, yeah, how, how did that make you feel? Oh my god, amazing, amazing! He just said, "I, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I can't wait." You know, I couldn't wait till Christmas Day, and uh, and will you marry me? <laughs> and it was just and, it was perfect time. And you felt 
you, you cried. You what, give me the emotion when he said that. I almost fell off the stool. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm thinking he should have been on the stool. But anyway, you're putting the star on the tree. That is true. That is kind me. of true. He's taller than me, but he was so you know he was excited. He was down on one knee. So I was you know I was so happy and excited that I you know I almost fell off the stool and then you know I he kind of caught me. But um, yeah, I. I cried and I, I was very surprised. I didn't see it coming and it was just really romantic. I think sometimes it's romantic if you, you don't know it's going to happen. And oh, yes. also the fact that he said he couldn't wait. I love that. All right, Denise, thank you so much. Congratulations to both of you and many, many more years of happiness. Okay, thank you. Bye, Simon. Thank you. Bye-bye, Denise. Au revoir. Au revoir, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go help Catherine, who left me a question in her voicemail about her husband. So that is next. So Catherine left me a question. Let's hear her voicemail. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Catherine, and I have a problem with my husband that is driving me crazy. Um, he started his hobby during the pandemic of, like, setting up aquariums, you know, and they were very pretty and nice. But now he wants one in every corner and every spot in the house. And it is way too much. It looks like the jungle in here. So how do I get him to stop? I've asked him nicely, and I've given him suggestions and maybe cut back. But he is not budging. He wants to put them everywhere. Oh, uh, I'm going to wait and listen to what you have to tell me because I can't wait for your help. Thank you so much, Simon. What would you do if your partner wants to fill the house with aquariums? I'll tell you that next. So what should you do if your partner out of the blue starts to fill up the house with aquariums? Yeah, you heard me. Aquariums. That's Catherine's voicemail dilemma. Well, Catherine, um, when that happens, whether it's hoarding or this or that aquariums, uh, it's fulfilling a gap of emptiness. There's an unspoken between you and him, and he's fulfilling something he's missing out with the aquariums. It's a symbol. So the best thing would be to have a talk about what is it that he's trying to fulfill, uh, or to fill up, and uh, the house is a place of uh, compromise. So, A, you have to talk about it, and B, make it reasonable. And then, if he doesn't understand, then take it to a couple of therapists so he can understand. But you can't let that. This is the typical way somebody who's struggling with something to say, or feels, you know, empty, or feels something is missing, try to fulfill the house as a message to you that something is missing for him. That's how I see it. Talk to him. You call the next. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? So, uh, short background. I'm, I'm used to, like, if I have to dump somebody, I'm used to having to dump guys that are, like, real jerks. And mm -hmm. so my question is, how do you dump a nice guy? What do you mean? Well, um, so I've been going out with this guy, and he's super sweet. Um, he kind of ticks all the boxes. He's a gentleman, and he pays for things and open doors, and he makes good money, and we get along really well. It's just that I'm not, like, feeling it. I don't know. I just I think we're better off as friends. I just don't feel anything else. Um, but he didn't mm -hmm. do anything wrong. And I'm used to using whatever they did wrong as my excuse to dump somebody, but I don't really have an excuse in this case. 
So basically, you like him, but you don't want to ooh-la-la with him. Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, it's a good thing you say that because if there is not this spark, this desire on both sides to uh, connect like that romantically, uh, it's not a relationship, it's a friendship. So I think the way you said, listen, um, right now, I don't feel like having any relationship. It's not about you. I just, I just need to be on my own. Uh, we can stay friends. Uh, you know, I have a lot on my mind. Use the typical excuse. Anything that you say, it's not against you. And you'll understand. I mean, it happened to me. It happens to you. It happens to most of us. At one point, you know, we may meet somebody. We like them as, you know, we start something. We kiss a little bit or stuff like that. And then we realize that ooh is not there. And life is too short, Tiffany, to be with somebody you don't want to be ooh with. <laughs> Very true. So just, just use the good old excuse. You know, listen, I, I'm, just, I'm just worried about this or that. And, you know, and then you said, so I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. I just want to be by myself. That's all. And the person will respect it. What else can they say? That's true. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> of course. I mean, he can't force you to have a relationship. You know, you don't live with him, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just tell him you don't feel it anymore. You just feel like you want to be on your own. You have a lot on your mind. Say, what do you have? I just don't want to talk about it. Are you seeing somebody else? Absolutely not. I just need to be left alone and, and we can be friends. Uh, you know, I'll get back to you when I feel better, you know, but just as friends. And, uh, and that's that. He might be upset a day or two, text you, and then you stop answering, you answering short, you know, and that's it. Great. Well, thank you. I, I will take that advice. Remember, there is nothing wrong in separating from somebody which you don't want to allow is, because what's worse than being that person to be the object of rejection or disgust? And that's what he is for now. So you're going to free him from that stress too. Good point. Real good point. Thank you. All right, Tiffany. Good luck to you and have a good night. Oh, thank you so much. You too. Hey, would you prefer a partner who called and texts you too much or not enough? Next. Would you prefer a partner who called and texts you too much or not enough? Interesting. Uh, 88% of you voted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio too much. So you'd rather have somebody who calls and texts too much. Then not enough, 11% said too little. Um, it's a good question, right? It's tough because too much can be too much. And then you're working and you're busy and you feel guilty. So I would say, yeah, not enough is, is a lack of love. Too much is could be anxiety. But it was a tricky question. Thank you for answering. Have a good night. Et à demain. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.